0: You're listening to Once, Episode 37, A Land Without Magic Initial Reactions. Welcome back to another episode of Once Podcast, the podcast about ABC's TV show, Once Upon a Time. I'm Daniel J. Lewis. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. I'm Dan Flynn. And I'm Jenny. And what an amazing episode! Ah! Ah! (laughs) Ah!
1: That that was pretty much what was heard in the room a lot tonight. Every
0: commercial
1: break. That and Rumpel Live. It was like,
0: oh my gosh, this is an amazing show. Wow. Okay, first off. Disclaimer, these are our initial reactions. We will be twice as enthusiastic probably when we do our full episode. (laughs) And by the way, announcement, instead of our normal Wednesday night episode, this week we will be doing our live full discussion podcast, which might end up being a two-parter. We'll build it in so that we can go long if we need to and split it into parts. That will be this Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus 4. So keep that in mind because it won't be the normal Wednesday time, but Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus 4 over at oncepodcast.com slash live or noodle.mx slash live too. So let's talk about this episode because wow, it started off with just a Fast-forwarded, bang! The- <laughs> all of our predictions came true in five minutes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well,
2: we sort should of. all name our own predictions, and they all came true. Actually, if we can remember, mine was that Pinocchio would die. August would if die. if he died. Yeah, well, he did. We but saw he turned him. To wood. He turned to wood. He couldn't breathe.
0: He true. died. I thought we would we'll see, see. <laughs> Graham again. In well, the Huntsman. I thought we would see him yes. again. Yes, and what's What's funny is, as they display the credits uh, for the episode and listing the actors, I was I knew certain actors that would be in this episode. I didn't know whether they would be what which character they would be in this episode, but I knew that there would be certain ones. So as it's coming, I see Emily Emily DeRaven on there, and I thought, oh no, they're going to show another name too, and people are going to be like. <gasps> gosh the huntsman is back but then right when they show the huntsman's face is when his name shows jamie dorman
1: seriously yeah oh you're right i in the back of my mind i noticed that but i didn't notice it
0: notice it so they didn't spoil that for anyone that's hilarious uh, yeah amazing episode wow yeah in the first five minutes emma realizes suddenly that it's magic she touches the book which is what brings her memories yeah. back and she's touched the book before mm-hmm. exactly but
1: this time she was ready to
3: believe and the music throughout this entire episode is fantastic because yeah. that whole scene Absolutely. the the noises the music of her grabbing the book and believing and then going right into this dark like thud of a of a sound or something
0: when regina walked in
2: and her face <laughs> oh yes
0: <it> her. <laughs> i'm great. gonna
1: become the hulk face
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah mark isham did an amazing job with the music and we're still very eager for when that soundtrack will be available for download we'll have that over at onespodcast.com the announcement when it's available But uh, before we get any farther with this, I want to thank a couple of our sponsors for this episode, some people who have donated to make this episode possible. Sandra and Amanda have donated to make this episode of Once Podcast possible. And thank you so much for your donations. It really helps keep the website alive. And I think we might have crashed our website a couple times tonight (laughs) because of how many people were on it. But uh, thank you so much, everyone, for sponsoring. And if you would like to sponsor an episode of Once Podcast, we will still be podcasting over the summer, uh, some. So you can go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor to see our different ranges of sponsorship there. So thank you very much for that, Amanda and Sandra. So uh, th- this, again, these are just our initial reactions. So we're going to be a little bit over the place in this. But... uh i my prediction was that emma would in some way get a flashback of her as a baby and jeremy you thought i was wrong i did <laughs> i you know i will confess
1: now that i read an interview with jennifer morrison she didn't think or at least she said maybe i'm sure she probably hadn't read the script for the finale because this was a long time ago she didn't think that emma was going to believe this season she thought she'd come close and start to wonder, but she didn't think she would actually believe. And so I started to change my prediction based on that, which in retrospect was probably kind of stupid because originally I said that she would believe this year. And I said the curse would be broken. Just saying. Yeah.
3: yeah <laughs> which oh. is great that Henry's actually the one who contributed to the curse being broken after all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> Wow. Um didn't we like shout for joy every time we saw someone's face light up when the curse was like the power of the curse being broken was passing through Storybrooke?
0: Yeah, just and just as uh, Prince Charming or James was leaving, and now Jeremy, what was your point about the names? About oh, I was glad that that part didn't last
1: very long because we don't have so much that we have to talk about where we have to remember to call them their fairy tale land names while in Storybrooke. It's just going to confuse
0: everything now. <laughs> well, they might be a little confused, too. They Hi, might. Snow. I mean, Mary Margaret. I mean, um, uh. they didn't sound confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my
2: gosh. I love those scenes where you saw Prince Charming fighting off Maleficent as a dragon. Oh, who predicted Maleficent was going to come back?
1: Uh, um, well, I, know I thought was... she would, I think. I don't know. Did we also? of agree a few,
0: on that. A few predicted. I know. I said something about oh, maybe you, a dragon. You, I you thought said I did. Last week,
2: last week you said I predict that Maleficent
0: will be.
1: Well, I thought she'd be the villain for the season dragon. two. We thought she'd be in the basement of the hospital.
0: Uh, yeah, and when and then they were
1: talking about the basement. I was like, oh.
0: And I did think
3: that the library was going to be revealed.
0: Yeah, you. Went but crazy I had no clue scene. it was going to be. Yeah, that. A basement or a deep, deep cave where as soon as Emma went down there, I thought, We're gonna see the glass coffin. Which is awesome because and now you did. know what the mines were.
3: Yeah. It were it was like the dragon caves, I guess. Yeah. And Any- we did see the glass coffin when in the when the shard of mm-hmm. glass fell down.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I loved that scene with Prince Charm fighting off the dragon, and it was switching between him and Emma fighting yeah. the dragon.
3: She pulled out her gun. <laughs>
2: That you guys said whenever she slayed the dragon.
1: Oh
3: wait! She
2: like she throws the sword like her daddy. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and she says "hey" too right yeah. before she throws it.
0: Oh, it was so good. Well, you know, she gets a flashback, sees her dad do it. She does it too,
1: and they were both using the same sword. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: and awesome graphics on that dragon too in in both worlds. So, yeah. Do you think Maleficent is dead? Yes.
4: Well,
2: yeah. she was turned to Ash. <laughs> I pretty much think that means she's dead. Enchanted Ash? Enchanted I don't know.
3: She was... She, I don't know. I thought she could have been a fantastic villain for season two. Yeah. And I would have
2: been glad to see her turn into a human, unable to turn back into a dragon. I, I but was, I think she's gone.
3: Yeah. I was sort of missing the whole... Like, Rumpelstiltskin's evil, Regina's evil, and they started turning somewhat good. So, I can't, like, there wasn't this really mm-hmm. per, uh, persistently strong villain. And I thought Maleficent would be that one who wasn't tainted by this storybook world and people. and <laughs> Someone you were allowed to hate freely. Yes. <laughs>
1: and would, you know, want dead throughout.
5: <laughs> because you wanted to
1: feel unbridled hatred. <laughs> Yes. Well, I, uh, wow. Gold slash Stiltskin, I guess I can just call him Stiltskin now. Bell did. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, surprised me. Yeah. I thought he was, I've gone back and forth. I've said before that he was going to be the villain to beat. And I've said that I think maybe he's actually, mm-hmm. well, I think we all pretty much concluded that he was helping Emma for a while and then he was going to go off on his own. And that's exactly what he did. So is that the favor
2: I guess maybe. Oh. Because oh, I was like expecting
3: it? that to come up and say you You're owe right. me a favor but hmm. he sort of made her do
1: it for herself not for him. Right. I don't think he called the favor. Do you think he still can? I think he can. I think now he's got a deal and he's got magic.
0: Hmm. Well, So yeah, that when that happened as soon as he dropped it or as soon as he was saying uh, this has <laughs> been said to this well has been said to bring back something that was lost I suddenly thought He's not after Bay. He's getting his magic back. At-
2: I didn't. Really? I was so surprised. I was waiting for that smoke to form into Bay, and I wasn't thinking he was going to drop the entire bottle in there. I think it was going to be like, Ow. drip, drip, or something, but he didn't. He dropped the entire well, bottle. Well, if he gets his
3: magic back, he doesn't really need you know, to hold on to a little bit of magic, even, even though it is the most
0: powerful. And it's not just his magic he was bringing magic back and did you see regina's smirk as she oh, saw yeah. it Yeah, it's like
3: yeah, yeah, can it's hate like, her again just, just as i that.
1: just as i thought she who knew what direction she was going to go and as i thought that he was the new villain i saw that look on her face and i realized the battle from from fairy tale land is back mm. Mm. they're both they're both going to have power and they're both going to be fighting again
2: do you think jefferson's going to be an ally for gold now that he is um given him something to hate Regina more for cuz Jefferson pretty much hated Regina.
1: I wonder what I, Jefferson's plan really was.
3: For yeah. All the times
2: that she's used him.
1: What difference would
3: have done if he got Bell or not?
0: The difference, same results. The difference is, well, Jefferson didn't know that magic was going to come back. Right. But he released Bell to turn Stiltskin on the evil queen. Um, So, because remember, what he said is, tell him that Regina did this to you. (laughs) Yeah. So, that was for Rumpelstiltskin to get so angry again at Regina. Well, now that there's magic, which Jefferson didn't anticipate. Probably. Now, Rumpelstiltskin has even more of a reason to start a battle, a war against Regina.
2: Well, Regina was saying that Jefferson couldn't kill... Her. He didn't have it in him. So maybe Jefferson was just enlisting the help of Rumpelstiltskin because he knew that Rumpelstiltskin would, maybe.
0: Hmm. Now, keep in mind, Rumpelstiltskin's original prophecy is he said the Savior would come and then the final battle would begin. Right. <laughs> oh, that is true. So what we are seeing is the final battle is beginning. And that's probably what season two is going to be is this final battle
1: well Mm. part of it yeah i think they want to go six years
2: i think they've said
1: (laughs) no really i'm serious i think they're planning five or six seasons
0: okay that's amazing we we do know from uh their recent their chat with the uh, writers horowitz and um kitsis is they did say they know when they want to end and how they want to end Mm -hmm. so they do have the end game in mind which is great i have to say
1: i hate seeing their names because they're usually in blue and orange, and they mean, or blue and red, and they mean that the show's over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hate that.
2: Oh, and the, the little like, <laughs>
1: yes,
0: and then they blow
2: up.
0: <laughs> but we were blowing up during this episode. We were oh
1: amazing first five minutes the last five minutes and every five minute period in between was pretty amazing
2: how long was the show tonight was it longer yeah it was
3: just a minute longer really so really all it did was what did you say this jeremy or we had a friend watching it with us too yeah did it just mess up everyone's dvr recordings i know (laughs) it
0: might have yeah and Uh, people are gonna be like
1: oh
0: (laughs) but do that again the actual (laughs) length of it um Heather in our chat room is pointing out the actual length was 43 minutes and 10 seconds okay. of actual video not so including the commercials. Many Which is she carry a stopwatch? Bit. That That's is just a little bit longer. Pretty
1: normal actually. It Probably means they showed us an extra minute of commercials. <laughs> yeah, they had a budget just, in the dragon. I looked at all the play times on Hulu today for some reason and they were almost all 43
0: minutes and several yeah, seconds. 24 series is always like 43 minutes. So there's going to be a lot to talk about with this episode and yeah. this season like overall now that we've seen the finale. So please, listeners, we really want your feedback. Like I said, we're going to do an extended episode or two-part episode probably this Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, GMT-4. And you can get to that by going to onespodcast.com slash live. And send us your feedback for that show. Email feedback at oncepodcast.com. You can send written or recorded feedback to that. Or you can also call in to 903-231-2221 or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab and send a voice message right there from the website recorded from your computer. And we'd love to incorporate that. You can also go to the forums over at oncepodcast.com slash forums and discuss there with hundreds of other once upon a time fans over there and thousands tens mm-hmm. over ten thousand posts <laughs> over wow. there yeah wow. it's awesome so uh, what else stood out about this uh we saw emma see august yeah turning yeah. actually turned into the wooden we boy. saw august
1: i wondered if they would actually go there and have this full-sized puppet man
2: with a and he had his little stubble as a did puppet he? too he did he had like a shadow Oh yeah. <laughs> shavings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. that was great oh poor
0: august well this is a big question though what happens Good. to august i don't know because if magic came
2: maybe he'll be a, a walking talking wooden man like he was a little wooden boy could In be. Fairy Tale Land.
3: No, I think he's gonna just come back.
2: Well he asked Matt they have magic now. Well here's yeah. the biggest
3: question. Will the blue
1: fairy have her magic? Can she go do it again?
3: I think yeah. she
2: will.
1: The question is
2: Speaking of the Blue Fairy, I loved her line when she was like, Your Majesty, <laughs> you might want to find somewhere to hide.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say, uh the question about the whole thing I, I have anyway. Did Rumplestiltskin bring everyone into Fairy Tale Land? Because it looked like one of those you know, time warp, um, you know, portal clouds, or did he just bring magic to Storybrooke? He brought magic to Storybrooke. Mm -hmm. Okay, because that's what I was thinking, which still means now the Mad Hatter, I mean, we have plenty of ways to go in and out to all the other worlds.
0: Yeah, and remember in last episode, when we pointed out that uh, Mr. Gold was spinning the globe, one of the things I theorized was, I wonder if he's going to get his magic back, and he's now seeing that the whole world is at his access. Oh, A my. world for every season. Yeah. Of the show. <laughs> so, so,
1: yeah. Big questions brought, at least by the end... Does magic come to this entire world, <laughs> or is it limited to Storybrook? I think it was limited to Storybrooke because you had David just on the verge of
3: exiting, and Holtz got him. Still,
1: here's here's my thought on that. He could have left, but that would have been rather inconvenient because I think that now they're trapped again.
2: You think they're trapped again?
1: I think mm. that this is sort of the next phase. <clears throat> Of what he wrote. Of what Rumpelstiltskin wrote. And so now he's in control. Of Storybrooke. What's, made, I'm afraid, and this is what I'm afraid of. That they've all forgotten again.
2: Well, no. They can't forget.
1: The clock went back to 8.15. Time could be frozen again. I, I mean I don't think so. Because I kind of figured they would do a big game changer. At the end of this year. And the show would look completely different next year. Kind of like happened on Lost most of the time but then again (laughs) it could be that they all woke up for a minute
0: and then i think they are going to remember but when magic comes back is it magic in the same way that people had it like is it returning magic to everyone else so does that mean the fairy the blue fairy gets all her magic back
2: i think she will
0: and uh, Regina get all her magic back. It Definitely. certainly looked like Regina could recognize what the cloud was, and recognize that she was getting her magic back.
2: I bet she felt pretty helpless, like right after everyone woke up.
1: <laughs> I know, and it was it was also
0: satisfying for yeah. a few minutes. Yeah, I was and like, then, ha,
2: look at you. They <laughs> know who you are now. <laughs>
0: and and you saw some of the characters were kind of struggling with their new memories, like. Dr. Whale was sitting down on a bench, and he looked like he was burdened with his memories.
2: And that nurse who—oh, wait, she saw the cloud. That's why she dropped things.
0: Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So so I think we're going to see more about Dr. Whale. Perhaps he has some dark past that's now come to his memory. I still think
3: at some point, whether it's season two or not, they're going to bring in a villain that's just more powerful than everything, everyone— and Regina and Dr. Uh, and Dr. Gold. And Regina and Mr. Gold or Rumplestiltskin and Evil Queen. I'll just call them that now. Um, yeah, they're <laughs> going to have Regina. to band together and fight. I mean, they sort of did it this way where they look like they're working together. But there's got to be something bigger. So either Dr. Whale is something bigger than what we thought. I don't know. I don't know what he is. I think he's more than just, you know, the, the whale that swallowed Geppetto.
2: Is Dr. Hopper, do you think he's going to turn back into Jiminy Cricket after magic?
0: I don't think so. Um, you don't? I think that he's going to be the same person that he was originally.
2: Do you think the fairies are going to have their little little like tentacle dresses again? Uh, <laughs>
0: that, that's a good question. Is, are these going to be regular looking people now with some of them have magic? Which I think so. Or are they going back like the fairies going back to their form? Or Jiminy
2: cricket? Yeah. Well,
3: one reason why Jiminy cricket wouldn't go back if it was permanent is, I mean, he's an actor. The, the you know Doctor Hopper is of the face of Jiminy cricket.
2: Well, he could still you know do the voice if he turned back into a cricket.
3: Yeah, I just I don't know. I I like the idea that people look normal, but there's this magic and power within them, as opposed to just going back to fairy tale land where everything was before. More like these people look normal. They have to fight and and have like everyday challenges that normal human beings would, except for the fact that they have magic.
0: Yeah. And season two could maybe be uh, seeing some of these more stories of different fairy tales. Like we might see Maleficent again as they do the Sleeping Beauty story, but then we see I can't remember her actual name, but sleeping, Being Beauty in Storybook Aurora. Aurora, yeah. And uh, we could see other characters then of stories, fairy tales that we haven't learned yet are now in Storybook. But what is Emma's place in this now?
2: She was a baby. Well, She didn't really have her place yet. She was just daughter of...
1: Well, her.
0: now sure, what's her place going to be? <laughs> what is oh.
1: anyone's place? Storybrook seems like a small place. Like, before they had castles and vast forests and places to hide, and now it's kind of like... Hey, Regina's in the mayor's house. Let's go kill her. And, <laughs> and, oh, no, maybe I should hide in a different room this time when Rumpelstiltskin comes to try to defeat me. And I don't know. Like, like how does this work?
2: Oh, we don't really know how big Storybrooke is, though. Well, that's
1: true. Big enough to get lost in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, by
3: the way, about Emma. Yeah. <laughs> she can see. She knows when someone's lying. And that was before she had magic. Mm-hmm. So now that she's, a, she's acquired this magic and this and her memories and she's become the savior, I'm wondering if she is going to have a power beyond that that magnifies what she originally claimed as a superpower. Where before she could see if someone's lying, now she can maybe, I don't know, I don't want to say control their thoughts or something, but the idea that she can maybe see the future... She can know if someone, like the truth about someone, it's got to go deeper, I think, than just her, you know, having this knowledge. Because she is supposed to be very powerful and she brought magic to the place without even having the knowledge of it. Hmm.
2: Now that I think about the scene of Emma slaying the dragon, it makes me think of the new Alice in Wonderland movie where you see Alice slay the Jabberwocky.
0: Oh,
1: hmm. I haven't seen it. Galloway oh. the way in the <laughs> chat room
0: says, Emma is Iron Man. The the Alice in Wonderland story, we might see that uh, play out in Storybrooke. Some of these fairy tales, we might see them in Storybrooke, not just in Fairytale Land, but we, they might play out instead inside of Storybrooke. Huh. Because if Storybrooke now has magic...
2: That'd go along with August saying... Um, there, there isn't an ending to the story in the book because we're ending it right now. We're, we're writing We're it. writing yeah. it. We're writing the ending right now. So that would go right along with
4: what he said.
0: And it's really awesome that we have a live caller with us. Heather has called in. Hi, Heather. Thanks for calling in.
4: Hi. Um, yeah, this was a great episode. Uh, I don't know. It made me think about what's going to happen next season like with Rumpel and Regina because if they both have magic in the, um, the real world, it's like, you know they can't really like continue to live in town together with snow and charming. you know it's not like everyone could just walk around and you guys were talking about that earlier, like how big is is storybook if they're still stuck in storybook? you know how can they just like live together? you know yeah. they'd be trying to kill each other at least in the real world or in fairy tale land they were they could like hide in separate castles and stuff, so I don't know. Yeah. And it made me wonder if like Emma has magic, if that will counteract some of the you know, Regina having magic and how that's gonna work. I don't know.
2: That'd be awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it could be that Emma's magic is more powerful than Regina's and no one knows it yet. Hmm. We do.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't really know if Emma has magic or not, really. Like she's had magical things happen because of stuff she's done, but we don't we haven't really seen her like like force throw throw someone like Regina does, you know. Mm-hmm. So
3: right, she possesses I don't if she, it. If
4: she had magic like that,
3: what? Yeah, she possesses the magic, but yeah. we've seen her bring it into Storybrooke, but not actually perform any magical cool stuff.
4: <laughs> R- right, like no force throwing or apparition or anything. So <laughs> if she could do stuff like that, then <laughs> you know that would be awesome. So we'll see how that works next season. It sounds like it, they can't just like be walking around normally though. It's gonna have to be more... Like a dangerous situation, you know? Right. In storybook, it can't just be like, oh, we're going to go sit at Granny's diner, you know? <laughs> I don't
1: know. Right, exactly. So it's like, it's is it going to be
4: more be, than that. That's all.
1: Yeah. Is it going to be bunkers everywhere and f- actual fighting, or is there going to be something to kind of keep some sort of peace but with tension, or what is it going to be? Yeah, how- Granny's not cooking breakfast for anyone anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah, I wonder how,
4: how this exactly. will change her business. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you can't. People can't be still going to school together and, yeah. like, going to their silly jobs and everything. <laughs> hey, it's like, I know you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I just don't really know. I really don't know whether, where at all they're going to go because it, the situation is so different now. Because it's not, it's not a safe situation where you're not thinking someone's just going to fry you when you're walking down the street. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, it, look, it looks good, though. It's an exciting change. Yeah, I'm glad Emma believes. Everyone's glad Emma believes. Yes. Finally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: Well, thank you very yeah. much for calling in, Heather. Thank you, yep. Heather.
2: Thanks, Bye. Heather. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. I think that Heather really brought up a great point. We have no idea where this could go from now. It, it, the world is completely different. Hopefully.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. Because I... I mean I hope not. And I don't think so, but they could still kind of put everyone back to sleep. And the new interesting thing may be that Emma is asleep in a sense and think has a made up history now.
2: Hmm. At I least, hope not. I doubt at least it. Storybrooke but... is different. Maybe not the whole world. Maybe hmm. Storybrooke the the bubble of Storybrooke
0: still, if the bubble
3: popped and they have magic,
0: they can go out into the real world. And, you know, one theory connecting to something Jeremy said is maybe season two will pick up a couple years from now. And we're going to see what has happened now that everyone has magic. That could be where the time difference... Like, after the battle. Right. We're going to see story work after the battle. And then flashbacks go to story Yeah, Mm. it's still going to go back and forth. Oh, flashbacks.
1: We, We, We could actually see... Fairytale land. I wondered if it would be something like that. We could be seeing a story in Fairytale land, and then the rest is flashbacks to Storybrooke and how ooh, they got, ooh. how it happened.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. There's so much that they could go in this direction or any direction, really. But uh, we have another live caller on with us, and Bell has called in with us. Bell, thank you very much for calling.
5: Hey, thanks so much. Okay, so I know way too much about fairy tale mythology, and I'm all about <laughs> theories and analyzing it and whatnot but I have to be totally biased and um, take one for Team Rumble right now. Um, <laughs> I am... I'm, no, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I love the episode. I love everything about it. I honestly uh, almost couldn't have cared less what happened about anything except when Bell and Rumble Stillskin, got together again, I almost died. And I, I, I don't... I'm sorry. I need to represent for a lot of people right now, because I, I hate to say it, and I really do, but I almost... I don't care what the purple mist was. I don't care almost who's dead and who's not. I was, like, screaming on my couch when that happened. That was all I wanted to have happen in this episode, and, like, my life is complete, and I... I, just, I there's no theory around it, but I'm... So happy that that happened. I guess theory wise, I'm really interested to see how Bell's presence is going to affect Rumble's moral decisions in the future, and um, I'm, I'm also curious how his you know desire looking for bail, bellfire and whatnot is going to play in. But I would, I'm not kidding, I would be happy with six more seasons of Bell, the TV series, and was just was like I don't care, I don't care about cliffhangers or whatnot, but that was the coolest thing ever, and I just. I'm so appreciative for that and just needed to represent
0: and share. Well, let me ask you something, though. What if when, well, we assume Stiltskin is getting his powers back. What if he has the same thing now as he did back in the episode Skin Deep, where he says basically he doesn't want Belle because his powers are more important to him? Mm -hmm. What would you think about that?
5: Well, I think, I mean, I definitely think that Rumpelstiltskin has some issues that he needs to work out, and I'm sure some of those things are going to come back into play. I kind of have held all along that now he he really did think that Bell was dead, but that he's been trying to sort of orchestrate this whole thing to kind of have the best of both worlds. I think that he... Wants the people that he loves, and he wants his power, and he wants them both, and he wants to be in a situation where he doesn't have to choose. And I think the key thing that he's put himself in that sort of situation now. But I think, for me, Bell has kind of always been his conscience, and I think that you know, I think that he he may be put in the, in a situation like that again. But the the thing for me that's always separated Rumble Filskin, um is, is that in theory, he had the power to enact the curse just as much as Regina did. I mean, he's the one who created the curse in the first place. But he got Regina to do it, and I could be wrong, but I really think that the reason is that he didn't want to kill the thing he loved the most to do it. I think he wanted to get someone else to do it. And so I think that at the end of the day, Regina is willing to go to that place. I don't think that Rumble Stilskin is, and I think it's the thing that's maybe going to keep him from going into the totally villainous place of doing anything for his power. Um, Because I I think his heart is still there, and I, I think as much as he might say... That about his power. and and we also keep in mind that when he said that to Bell, we didn't know what had happened to bellfire, and so it wasn't necessarily entirely true. he was also potentially saying it because he needed to go after Bellfire instead of just staying and being with Bell hmm. so I don't, it might not just be about his power, I think there's more more going on.
0: I wonder if we'll see Bell fall in love well now she she remembers who she is and who he is so she might yeah. try to kiss him again i wonder what would happen there yeah
5: well the the thing is i'm i'm kind of wondering if this whole curse thing reset a lot of things because, uh, I mean, a lot of people in the chat room are bringing up the fact that, you know, we didn't see the Blue Fairy turn back into a fairy. We didn't see Jiminy Cricket turn into a cricket. And that could happen, but it seems more like they're bringing magic to Storybrooke. So it's that magic is now existing with an entirely new set of rules. And we never, and you know, the, the purple smoke kind of engulfed Belle and, and Rumpel before anybody else. And we didn't see him back into gold magic Rumpel, still skin. So I kind of think he's trying to have his cake and eat it, too, where he can have his power and be with Belle. And it's not going to affect him in the same way because the rules are going to be different. And it's going to reset a lot of the things that were in place before.
2: Hmm.
1: Maybe. At the same time, we didn't maybe, see maybe. it. We, yeah. we didn't see it take full effect yet, so he could still be all sparkly skinned and mm. dark oneish,
3: right? We still know that love can, you know, destroy any curse, right? But you're
0: right. happy with Belle and Rumplestiltskin being together.
5: <laughs> I'm so happy with you. And and can we have a minute for, oh, because I know it was a big thing in the discussion for last week about why Regina didn't play the Bell card. Regina played that so badly. I'm sorry. But she, like, she didn't even get a chance to play that card. Uh (laughs) She, like, that was, what I'm more interested in is what is Rumble going to do to Regina as payback for what she did to Bell for all those years.
1: Hmm. That's
5: what I want to know.
1: That's
2: going to be ugly. And if. yeah.
1: If Rumple yeah. hurts Bell, I think Bell's father should get to beat him with a cane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, Bell, thank you very much for calling in yeah. and representing all of the Rumple Bell fans out there.
5: Oh, thank you guys. You guys
0: are awesome. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, you Bell. Thank you.
5: <laughs> Bye. I'm just having
2: a really fun time thinking uh, visualizing Bell sitting there on her couch screaming at the TV. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Jumping on the couch. <laughs>
2: What? You know I think go ahead. I think we're going to see Rumple get everything he wants together, Bell Bay, his power, and I think he's going to like use that and create some kind of magic that will send him someplace where nobody can touch him, nobody like D- Regina. I think he's going to just up and leave and he's going to give up his power after He's accomplished everything he wants to accomplish. Like, I think he's going to mm. probably create some place and live there with, with Belle and Bay. That's, that's, my, that's my prediction. But I still
3: think his that's power is going to pass upon to someone else. Maybe. Maybe. Even if he doesn't die in the process. What? That power is like, Rumpelstiltskin's like another
0: person, so... <sighs>
2: what if he gave it to Emma.
0: No, <laughs> and Emma is the dark one. Oh my gosh, well, she
2: did have that dark look. She remember? Did. She oh,
0: <laughs> do it. What if Emma does kill him at some point? <sighs> it Have to be with that dagger. Maybe though. that's the yeah. favor.
2: Yeah. Ooh, that dagger's gonna <gasps> oh be magic God. now. Oh
0: my gosh, <laughs> that could
2: be it.
1: He asks Emma to kill him. <gasps> oh my! God. And with magic, the. Deal is binding, <laughs> and she doesn't dare break it. Oh!
2: Once upon a diva in the chat room is saying, oh, snap.
3: <laughs> exactly. I said it, and then I thought about what I just said, and then I thought it was snap.
0: <laughs> oh, well, one other thing to consider is as we see this new curse, we can assume it's a new curse, uh, coming and enveloping everyone, we have no idea what's on the other side. Of that because right. we we've only seen it envelop people we don't see what happens once they've been enveloped by it mm. so we have no idea what's on the other side yeah even Stiltskin, we only saw it just running down around his feet not completely mm. enveloping wow. him yet. by the way
3: what do you think if if they enter fairy tale land they'll become that character but if they escape it they'll be their normal character I don't know sort of like it transforms them and they appear differently. Her, i don't know i don't really i thought about it for a second then i thought maybe not because of the whole um um when they when regina and Matt hatter went to wonderland they didn't mm-hmm. change.
1: so yeah. yeah it really comes down to how long Snow's going to have to spend growing out her hair. Do they go back <laughs> and she gets her hair
0: back? Or uh, does she have to stay in Storybrooke and grow it out to be uh, Snow? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, by the way, that yeah, that's a whole story thing that we didn't mention. The whole fairy tale stuff that we got to see it come full circle and reconnect. And, oh. and they filled in some of the missing spots just by answering uh, some questions with some exchanges between them. Now, um, there's so much more that we could talk about, but these are just our initial reactions. And this Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, or that's GMT minus 4, we will be doing our live full discussion, and it will probably be a two-part episode. So we'll be taking some live calls in for that episode and including your feedback and looking at the forums and so much more that there will be. There's just, wow, so much to talk about here. So that's why we're moving it to Friday to give you more time to send in your feedback and also making it a possible two-parter episode so that way we can try and incorporate everybody's feedback because there's so much great feedback that sometimes we just can't incorporate in order to get these episodes as short as they need to be to publish them. But please send your feedback to feedback at oncepodcast.com. You can send audio or written feedback to that. You can also leave a voicemail at 903 231 2221 or go to oncepodcast.com and click on the send a voice message tab over there and record a message right from your computer. If you're on Twitter, please follow us on Twitter as Once Podcast and also follow all of the cast and crew on Twitter as well. We have a cast and crew list made from our Once Twitter account, so you can check that out, follow those people, and hey, here's something else I'd love for you to do, tweet to some of these actors, like Robert Carlyle or Jenny Goodwin, or Jennifer Morris, uh, Morrison, and Lana Paria and many others, and tell them to call in to ONCE Podcast. Tell them to go to ONCEpodcast.com slash contact, so they can get our phone number, record a message right from the computer, and see our names on there as well. It would be awesome if we could get some voicemail from them. And we've got some awesome things planned for summer, too. So, Check us out on the web over at oncepodcast.com. Get all the podcasts that we've done in the past over there. Join the forums at oncepodcast.com. And please leave some reviews in iTunes as well. We'd really appreciate that. You can get to that at oncepodcast.com slash iTunes. One last link I'll mention to you is season one DVDs are available for pre-order and also the Blu-ray. So you can get that and it will be shipping on August 28th this year you can go to onespodcast.com slash season one that's the number one onespodcast.com slash season one and then that way we can uh, get that's our affiliate link to the once upon a time episodes on dvd or blu-ray and we'll have some of that awesome stuff to talk about You can follow each of us on Twitter. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. I'm Jeremy Laughlin. You can follow me at twitter.com slash
1: fleegon. That's P-H-L-E-G-O-N.
3: And I'm Dan Flynn. You can follow me at twitter.com slash
0: Design.
2: And I'm Jenny, and you can follow me at twitter.com slash jennysnook.
0: So check out the website, onespodcast.com, and show notes for this episode at slash 37. And check out everything else we have over at the website. And we hope to hear from you soon. Just remember... Avoid the purple terror stuff. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Once Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network. Find more of our podcasts over at noodle.mx. Huge thanks to our sponsors for this episode of Once Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor an episode, go to oncepodcast.com slash sponsor.